Welcome to What the F Podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Rebecca. And this is the Christmas edition. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Last time we recorded it was Thanksgiving. Now I know. it's Christmas. Now it's Christmas. Time has jumped. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and, we're, and we're back. And we're here with the whole gang. Like yeah. everyone is yeah. here. We have Rex. We have yeah. Todd. We have our studio doc, Nessa. Yep. Everyone is here for Christmas. Good. We all came for Christmas. This is yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and studios still decorated for Christmas. <laughs> Christmas yeah. lights, Christmas tree. Yeah, so it feels very Christmassy. You excited about Christmas or? I am excited. I love being able to like. I'm gonna shut down my computer. Or, like I'm gonna put the phone away. <laughs> yeah, take a break. Yeah, and yeah. I don't do that very often, but I'm. I've already got everything aligned to kind of take time. I'm surprised it's just it, how quickly it's coming up mm-hmm. you know but I love Christmas my favorite time of year yep love it do you have parties to go to yes we do we already we kind of had a party we had a party last week and we have party Friday and then we have stuff next week oh fun <laughs> yeah um might run into Rex's ex Rex's ex I can't say it <laughs> at a party Friday, so we'll see how that goes. I cannot wait to hear about it. Yeah, so I guess I got to look hot, right? Uh, That's not going to be hard. (laughs) Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. It's true. (laughs) So, yeah, so. So, yeah, there's things that have been happening in the news, some pop culture things, some not pop culture things, so we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we actually posted on our Facebook page about Mel B, a scary spice. Mm -hmm. She had a horrible accident. She fell down the stairs. She broke two ribs. And severed a hand. Like severed. That means like it's off, right? It's Not off. Like, is it dangling? Severed is off, right? It's off. Okay, well, but then they sewed it back on. They did. She was in like a like a 14-hour surgery or something like that, they said. God. Yeah, because when I first read that, I was like, I have to make sure like this really means severed. Like not some nerve severed, but like actually severed i don't know how how is that possible she said it was a fall at least or that's what i read i don't know how i don't know where she fell or what kind of fall that was that's scary though it is scary spice that's it is scary it is scary spice. um so yeah so uh she though seems like she's being in a positive mood yeah she's posting on social media about christmas family time together she's and, texting yeah. and all that and yeah. she must be on some really good meds probably Hopefully. With some good painkillers. she's not that. I mean, I'm assuming it hurts. She probably can't feel anything right now, though. Ugh, you know? It's all Hopefully. I, I can't. I, I saw like what it looks like. Did you see, like, the cast thing that the she's purple wearing? Thing. Yeah, it's, like, huge. Yeah, because you can't get in there. No. Like, you don't want to be I don't know how long it. you have to keep it. Like, I don't I don't know, and I don't know how she's, if she's going to have use of it. I guess we'll find all this out I in the coming so. months. and. Um, I don't think this is going to affect their tour. Not like I'm going. No. But <laughs> for all you guys that are going, it's not going to affect it. Right. She's still around. Which yeah, is she's still planning on partying. Yeah. And performing and all that. Yeah. Loveliness. And so also in news, 
which has been huge on social media, mm-hmm. is Miss Cardi B. Right. And her husband. Is he? Offset. Is he, is he is he her husband or is he an ex? He's still he's currently hus- her husband? He's husband. They're going through they're a divorce. Sep- okay. Yeah, they're separated. They're like separated. They're going, going through because he cheated. Okay. And she just had a baby. She just had a baby. Culture. Little girl. Little girl. Culture with K. Um, <laughs> and yeah. And so he cheated with the stripper, the stripper, or should I say exotic dancer or sex worker? Not One sex of those. Sex worker? Yeah. That, well, I heard that sex worker also includes strippers. Stripper? Yeah. Okay. Let I us heard. know. If you I don't know, that. if you know that, let us know. We yeah. That's know. like an inappropriate term. Give us the terminology. Let me, let me know. Um, so anyway, so I'm just going to say a stripper. And so he cheated on her with the stripper. The stripper came forward with her interview because, you know, she has to get her 50 seconds of fame. Right. <sighs> of course. And, you know. Makes this, her, it makes her more of a commodity for her job, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And probably Instagram, more oh, followers. Yeah. And, you know, she can do more. She makes more money. Modeling, that. Instagram modeling, whatever. Come on now. Yeah. Come on. So anyway. So Offset is really, really, really sorry, and he really, really wants Cardi back. And so he goes on stage. He goes on stage. She's well, she's headlining, headlining, which is huge because she's like the first female to ever he- headline this rolling. Was it Rolling Out Loud concert thing? If I have the name wrong, I'm sorry. But it's like I think it's yeah. Rolling Out Loud. And she's the first female to ever headline it. So this is huge for her career. She is on a job. It's her job. This isn't just In some... front of everybody. In front of everybody. And this fool gets up and puts an I'm sorry. Was there... No, was there nothing out there? Uh, yeah, no. It's like roses. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. He puts his roses that say spell I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. On her fucking stage. He interrupts her set. To do this shit. And so people are saying, this is love. He loves her. Oh He's sorry. God. He's sorry. She take should take him, him back. back. He's, this is romantic. No, motherfucker. No. This is terrifying. It's awful. And um, he actually, um, so he did that. And he's having like his cheater friends. They're all like posting on Twitter and Instagram and talking about how she needs to take him back. Oh, my God. And all She's, this stuff. It's fucking harassment. harassment is what it is. Yeah. And that's on-the-job harassment. And so people are giving her shit. Yeah. Because he she's reacting the way she's reacting. Which, I mean, and giving if, okay, so people need to think. So you're at your job. You're at the office. You're not Cardi B, but you're just a person you're at just your office. Normal. You're at the office. You're... Husband cheats on you. And you don't want to be with him anymore. You don't want to be with him anymore. You separate. You're like, fuck you. So For whatever reason she wants to be. Yeah. It's her prerogative. Right. And so you're on your computer doing your fucking work. He comes in. Comes in with a parade. Parade of fucking flowers saying, I'm sorry. And then on a microphone telling all your coworkers, how sorry he is, and how you need to take him fucking back. Now, you tell me, is that normal? Right. Is that good behavior? Would you be okay with that, or would you is be that romantic? I don't think so. She told him to leave. She's uncomfortable with him being around. And then she has to also talk about this. 
to everybody. It, to everybody. And then she also has to tell people, don't harass him. And she's a new mother. Right. Yes. She has all this shit going on. And she's supposed to be focusing on the new baby. Yeah, but she can't. And she can't. And her job. Her job was to perform, you know? To, to, to provide. I, I mean, don't want to see this shit when I'm at a concert and I want to see Cardi B. No. I don't want to see somebody interrupting her set. No. I didn't pay for that. No. So, Yeah. Fuck that. So, yeah. It is not romantic. It is abusive. I think it's abusive behavior. It's not cute. She said stop, so stop. No means no. Yeah, it does. And you're a cheater. You're a cheater. Yeah. Just, you know. So we support you, Cardi B. Yeah, we support you, Cardi B. Although I do have a feeling eventually she will take him back, though. I just have that feeling. Please don't say that. I have that feeling. I just do. Okay, well, I hope not. Because I think she she, uh, feeds off of drama and shit like that. Well, I don't know anything about her, and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know this story, and I well, don't Well, I like know. It. I used to watch her on Love and Hip Hop, so I know she feeds off of drama. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know she was on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No idea. She was on that. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That's for the next time. Oh, yeah. And so, um, speaking of other news, this is more like true crime news, though. There has been um, tons of document drops with uh, the Chris Watts Cates. Right. And we have talked about this. I think we talked about it Since first. Since from the beginning. Yeah. Like in September, I think yeah. we talked about it on the pod. And then um, we've given you guys updates on Facebook and stuff. And so uh, the day before Thanksgiving, they do this huge document drop, and it's like 2,000 pages. And it's like all the interviews and stuff he did. Like you actually see his um, lie detector test. Okay. Which was awesome i loved it you should watch it it's on okay. youtube oh it's there's a video oh yeah yeah okay oh yeah they have like tons of videos it's all, all on youtube and um there's also the documents you can find that too yeah and i actually read through them um and so i mean stayed up like not sleeping <laughs> i believe it it was it, um i mean it's awesome so anyway so yeah his lie detector test was funny because i'm the lady who did the she works for cbi who did the test she was at the end of it she goes you did awesome you did so great and he's like what and she's like yeah you are a really bad liar and this test showed it oh and my yes, god i loved how she said that <laughs> i was just like whoa uh-huh. and she goes that's a good thing she goes because now we can get to the truth and she was just like you're an awful liar <laughs> oh my god he just had nothing he couldn't defend himself out of that no how can you say that and then right after that then he confessed and didn't give like the confession right so if anyone if uh, you're listening and you're not familiar with quiz oh, quiz oh, quiz what <laughs> that's the baby baby version that's a baby voice um <laughs> so he's the asshole from colorado yeah. Yeah. and he murdered his pregnant wife um shanann and his two daughters bella and cc and mm. the daughters were four and three god which i can't imagine no. No. And so they did an autopsy, and they found out then that Bella and Cece were smothered. Uh, his wife was strangled. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put Bella and Cece in oil tanks. He works, he's an oil worker, and he put both of them in separate oil tanks. And he put his wife in a shallow grave that was on the same site. 
Um, mm. Yeah. And he went on carrying on about his day like nothing had happened. Like, they show, there's a video of him at a convenience store, like, after he did that. And he's laughing with the clerk, you know, wow. and getting a sandwich. Completely, and, it was like he was completely unnerved from it. Like, he had no... A, a sociopath, you yeah. know, total. And he is a total narcissist. And I think once he wasn't... Uh, ha- obviously, he wasn't happy in the marriage, right? Because we find out now that he um, had a relationship. Yep, um, outside of the marriage, and uh, it got really, really heavy. Uh, six for six weeks, Shanann went to North Carolina to visit family. They're from North Carolina, but they live in Colorado. Right. So she left during the summer, and she went six weeks to visit her family, and she took the girls with her. He's home being a bachelor. <laughs> she even joked on Facebook calling him a bachelor. Okay. Yes. And she noticed that he started becoming distant. And reading her text is, like, heartbreaking because she's begging him to talk with her. And she knows he's being distant. She knows something's up. Um, the Saturday before she gets killed, she uh, was she was out of town and she noticed uh, a credit card bill for, it was like 60 bucks at a burn grill. And he supposedly just paid for himself. And she was like, $60 for just right. yourself? And she actually looked up the menu okay, to see how like much everything cost. Right. And it wasn't like expensive place. And so she was like, he had to be there with somebody else. Right. So I just think a lot of things were just... You know, he got heavy with this girl, and I think he just wanted to just start over. And instead of doing what normal people do, get a divorce, mm-hmm. he just was like, I'm going to just annihilate yeah. my family, you know, right. a total annihilator. And I just think he's, he's a narcissist, he's a sociopath. You know, it's scary. And new stuff is coming out all the time. All like, the time. He's getting love letters and then in the jail, and women are just sickening. throwing themselves at him. And then how can you like, he murdered his family. They are saying they don't care. I is you know, and they're like, he's hot. I don't think he's hot. No. Especially knowing what he did. Especially knowing what he did, but and also just he's not. And true. You know, it's just uh, you know, he started losing weight before all this too. So he was losing weight, working out a lot. You yeah. know? I'd try and get hot for his new girl. And she's getting death threats, you said. Yeah, so she's, have, she's having to go under, like, witness protection. She's getting the fucking death threats, and the murderer is getting the love notes. It's just crazy. It's weird. It's very So weird. we'll be catching up more on that as it comes in. Yeah, we'll probably do, like, a full episode on it because mm-hmm. there's just so much information mm-hmm. on it. And I really think it's um, a good learning lesson for all of us. I think why it touches so many people is because their family seems so normal right and you look at pictures and they just look like perfect couple Mm -hmm. cute little babies right and you just don't see this happening and I think everybody then starts thinking about people you've dated and partners you've been with and just anybody and you're just like I don't really know anyone right you know and it's scary to think that you could be with somebody that could do that to your kids and oh my you. gosh and you and stuff and, and just, you, you you're like nobody would do that to their children right and then to know that he did that and, he did and he did it through those little kids fighting for their lives yes it's just it's awful sick it's just so, sick 
And so I think that's why it touches <sighs> people. And so we'll cover it. And um, I think we'll talk about like red flags and things like that. Things mm-hmm. to just, you know, don't second guess yourself. When you get that feeling, you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach. Just and leave. Just leave. It's not worth it. If he's it. not fighting for you. No. You need to go. You need to go. Because exactly. you deserve to be fought for. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. We will. But Rex is here. Is Rex mm-hmm. coming on? Well, it's good to be back. I missed you guys. Well, we, we all missed you. It's good to mm-hmm. see you guys. Good to see Nissa. Good to see Todd. Nessa. Nessa. <laughs> I oh, call sorry. her whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. my bad. <laughs> the studio dog. We just call her. She's the studio dog. There you go. Studio dog. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, since it's almost the end of the year mm-hmm. and we've been doing top 10 list, I'm going to do at least one more. Mm-hmm. I may change next year, but I, but I <laughs> no. thought I would stick with the top 10 list to finish off the year since we were having a pretty good top 10s. No cheating, Tamara. Okay. Oh. Um, and, I, and we're going to keep it light today since it's almost Christmas. No murders, no domestic violence, and since Tamara loves Christmas. I do. And so I she, adore it. I know. We had to get a new tree this year. <laughs> we did. We got a new tree. We got a new tree. I wanted, we're, I wanted to put up another tree. Yeah, she wants to put up more than one tree. Oh, I would love that. Oh, I know. See? It's See? just her, myself, and the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think one that's tree. That's our family. It's good. <laughs> you all get a tree. That's uh-huh. right. That's our family. All right, you guys. And you guys, this is a happy top ten. I know we've okay, done some wait. pretty, you know, domestic violence top ten. I think tins. it should be happy. That's what I thought, too. You know, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Right, because so. the rest of the night is going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be dun, sad. Right. Uh-huh. You're going to be crying that's by the end right. of this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the rest, I already know. I have a sneak preview to what's coming. So, we yeah. first. First we make you laugh, then yeah. we make yeah. you cry. cry, and then we make you wish you In, yeah. would okay. die. Enjoy no. the happiness. <laughs> no. Oh. God. Billboard compiles a chart using data from streaming, airplay, and sales. So here's your top 10 Christmas songs from oh. Billboard compiling you know, data from streaming, airplay, and sales. So you guys get to name the top 10. From today, from this year. This is actually... No, just all time. Well, this is actually... They compiled this recently. So they've compiled this. What are the top 10 Christmas songs? Yeah, Uh, it's a little bit of both. Okay, I I know for sure Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. All I Want for Christmas, definitely. Okay, you guys are going with that one? Is that like number one? That is number one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is. It makes me happy. It makes me so happy. Yeah, I love that song. Well, that is number one. Okay. Um, now we're gonna go back and forth. You guys are gonna keep teaming teaming up on this. I don't know. We'll just. Oh, we'll see. We'll just do it. Okay. What do you got next? Oh God. Um, is last Christmas on there? <gasps> I was just thinking Wham. that on my way here. I was just thinking that. It is not on. It's board. not what? on there. Not. That's my favorite. That is that's my Christmas. favorite Christmas song. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's number eight on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so it is on there. Yes, okay. Tamara loves as her favorite Christmas love it. song. It so is. It, it is, is number eight on the list. <laughs> okay. So you guys are two for two. You guys are good. Uh, I love are. Christmas. I, I do too. Okay. Um, okay. Um, uh, what about like Jingle Bell Rock? Jingle Bell Rock is number three. Oh, okay. okay. So just the standard. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they'll okay. have, yeah. So that's so, why it's a, Okay, so like Frosty the Snowman is on there. Frosty, I think, would be your guys' first miss. There is really? no Frosty. What? No Frosty. Okay, so. <laughs> Thumpity Thump Thump? How do you <laughs> not no, love Frosty Go? no Frosty. Um, what about um, This Christmas? There this is Christmas, no this, this Christmas. Christmas. I don't think Last I'm familiar Christmas. with this Christmas. I don't think, this is, I don't think that's a song. You know, and This Christmas? Maybe I don't have it right. Okay. In sync. No, 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 that one. 
Hang all the mistletoe. I want to get to know you better. I do love it. This, this Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Okay, not on the list. Okay. But nice, oh, nice rendition. Nice rendition, <laughs> but yes, but not on the list. <laughs> um, um, traditional Christmas oh, song. I'll give you a hint. I'll Santa Claus hint. is coming to town. There you go. Santa okay. Claus. It's not here, Santa well, Baby. Well, here comes Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Baby might. Wait, here comes Santa Claus, number 10. Oh, here comes Santa. Okay. Well, that's that the same one, right? Isn't that, that's the same song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. That's number 10. Whatever. Santa Baby? Like what Becky said? Not no. on the list. It's been banned. Don't Why has it been, it's been banned? Isn't that the one that's been banned? They've said, I've read something Because about of that. sexual Why? harassment, Santa you, Baby. Yeah, you know, oh, I can't. he did say something. Yeah, I can't like that. take it. You know, I probably started reading <laughs> that. Stupid. Had to, yeah. Rex Santa was getting upset. Um, Rex was <laughs> getting upset. Rex, Rex okay, upset. we know what side he swings. All right, Rex is upset. Um, all right, you guys got a few more to go. Oh, no, man, I don't know. Um, I don't really know either. Um, um, joy to the world. Oh, no, that's a little, that's a little too. That's a little too old. old. Yeah. Well, a little too, what? you know, yeah. What? Are you so. Rex does he about? just put his nose up in the air to well, the joy I mean, to I the like world? Well, I like the song. I like the song. I just don't know. I don't hear it a lot. Okay. I mean, that's one thing. I mean, think of songs. I mean, I don't, have I heard that this oh, year? Oh, Holy Night. I don't know. Oh, I was about to say that. Oh, Holy Night. That's <laughs> Silent my, that's Night. That's one of my favorite ones. Oh, Holy Night. Silent Night. Was uh, we'll go for, 10 was Here Comes Santa Claus. Nine, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Oh, okay. Now that, that's um, on there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, number what? seven. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it can't so, be on that's there. That's what sucks. <laughs> I know. It's like that's that. No, you're very close with Frost. No, you're very close with Frosty the Snowman. What's the the more popular? Rudolph. Yes, there you go. Oh, Rudolph. Okay. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer came in at number seven. Okay. Um, the Christmas Song came in at number six. Oh, um, I think that's Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire oh, is the Christmas Song. That, I don't like. Ch- I just always don't like the visual. <laughs> The visual. Oh, <laughs> you have a dirty mind. Imagine it's red roasting. Is that only like the first line? I mean, there's other things in there. You know, folks dressed up like Eskimos. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's not the only line of the song. Um, okay, so the Christmas song is that one, um, and I don't, I don't hear this very often. I don't know how I made a list. A Holly Jolly Christmas. Does that get played a lot? Oh yeah, yes, it does. Okay, um, right. Oh yeah, yeah. Holly oh, Jolly Christmas yeah. was number five. Um, <laughs> so good. You said Jingle Bell Rock. Yes. I like rocking around the Christmas tree, and it's on the list. It's okay. Number, it's number four. Um, I think the only one you guys missed, I don't hear this song very often either. Number two is, oh, I, okay, I'm sorry, I read it You do hear this a lot. It's the most wonderful Oh, okay. oh we yes. all know that. Of the year. And so, like, White Christmas isn't on there? No. Not on there. God, I know, God. Yeah, I can't make it through that song either. <laughs> Like to just go down the list. That's your ten. So we got the whole ten. That's your whole ten. That's right a there. very guys, happy list. It is. Rex. You guys, you it's guys missing some things. It is. It has got things that it shouldn't. Well, have. so the, okay. Well, that's your last question then. What What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't pick. Oh, we've already well, said, said yours. So, yeah, because my oh, it, it, wham, wham wham last night and also um oh holy night oh holy night Mariah Carey's rendition <sighs> I of cry. it. Cry. Mine would every time. Mine mm-hmm. would be the Eagles. Please come home for Christmas. Oh, I love that one that's, too. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. Oh, that's good. I, my favorite. He Christmas plays song. that one around the house. So, mm-hmm. but no, no favorite favorite Christmas song. I can't pick. I mean, mine would immediately be Mariah Carey's. Okay. You know, yeah, Christmas I like that too. But yeah. I know Todd loves Mariah Carey too. That's probably his favorite. He, he adores her and Oprah. And <laughs> <laughs> top favorite Christmas song. His is probably. Sounds like Christmas uh, music. Gary, is something next from door. Gary, something from Gary Hoey. No. Okay. Christmas baby, please come home. Christmas baby, please come home. Can you sing please it? Come home, Christmas. No. Yeah, that's. 
Is that the Eagles song? Yes. Okay, well, uh-huh. yeah. See, it's Tana, the same one. See? Yeah, Tana, same. It's the Rockers. That's my favorite Christmas song. It's the Rockers song. Express. Yeah. You yeah. gotta expect it. <laughs> so, it's a different one. Okay, different one. Yeah. You know, it had to be different, different. with Todd. You know that. So, so we are, now we would love to hear what your Christmas song is. Yeah, what People, do you love? Everyone listening, tell us. What you love about Let Christmas. us know. Let us know the worst Christmas. The worst Christmas is Gwen Stefani. Um, Anything. Her whole her whole Christmas album. <laughs> and what's his it's, name? Who she with? Blake. Christmas. Shelton. Stu- Christmas. What er, er, is it? Gwen Stefani's Christmas with Blake Shelton gross. makes me want to just vomit. Throw myself out oh, of the window. Gross. Please. They stop are such it. a PR couple. I don't even care about them as a couple. I just don't like that song. They are just a P. I don't like the whole album. <laughs> Is there an album that goes with it? She has a whole Christmas album. Well, no. <laughs> she has a whole Christmas album. We'll see. Maybe this we'll do next time. We'll do the. Well, it sounds like we have a lot of room to do the worst. The so, worst. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll do some stuff like that. We just that, worst so. out albums. Well, I'm really good about telling about the worst. I know. <laughs> the worst things. I, I mean, we have opinions. We have, and, we, and they, they count. And they are important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit back and listen to um, the stories. Some murders. So Thank you for Good that. You yeah, some um, Christmas murders, y'all. Yeah. Right. Christmas flair. Yeah. And now we're going to have more Christmas flair. Yeah. Nissa is, we have people playing we guitars have the, next door. I know. We got some stuff going on. It almost sounds like Christmas music next it door. It probably is. They're having like a Christmas folk jam. It's the coolest, I'm it's sure. It's very cool. We, we have like be some, over there, but we're here. Yeah. We're excited. Nessa is in the cutest Christmas sweater. We're going to have to take a picture. Yeah, and, and we'll have to post it. Post it because she is all Christmas decked out. Yeah, we'll do that. It'll, it'll be on Instagram. Funny, we didn't get Christmassy. We should have did that. Yeah, this is as Christmas as I get. All uh, black. All black. <laughs> <laughs> next time, maybe next year. I'll be in red and green. Yes, next year I'll dye my hair red. Oh, shut up! And have green lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, I can't hear. It. I can't wait to hear about your story. Okay, so. This story is an international one. It is from the UK, Cardiff, Wales, and this happened Christmas Eve 2014. And it is about Samina Imam. She was 34 years old and she went missing on Christmas Eve. That was the last time she was seen. She worked at Costco in Coventry and she was a visual marketing manager. And her family said that she didn't show up for Boxing Day. And in England, um, I shouldn't say England, it's Wales, UK. Boxing Day is the day after Christmas. Okay. And it's like another holiday. And so she was last seen two days before, like She was last days. seen Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Okay. And then, so three then, days, two so days then there's by. Christmas, and then after that is Boxing Day. Okay. And so she didn't show up for her family celebration on Boxing Day. And so the first, the police just said this is a missing person. Of course, we know this is a murder because I'm talking about it right now. Right. You know. But they didn't have much information to go on, really. They just had her age, her occupation, and where she was from. So they thought the first place for them to look is then the last place she was seen, which was at work, Costco. Okay. And immediately they find out that she has been having a secret affair with her Costco manager. Mm-mm. His name is Roger Cooper. Okay, Roger. And he's 40 years old. And he actually is in a 10-year relationship with the girl. With her? No. 
With another girl? Yes. So he, with Samina, he was in a two-year relationship, two-year secret mm-hmm. cheating thing, and she's side chick. He had a girl that he's been with for 10 years, and then on top of that, he's seeing another girl at Costco. Oh, my God. Uh, how do you have the time, Roger, for all of that? You know, three chicks? I mean, seriously. Come on. How do you keep the story straight? Well, I mean, and then you've been in 10 years and then a two-year one, and then I don't know how long the other one was. She she has not come forward. Okay. Which I don't blame her. I wouldn't admit to that shit either. No. And also, when you see Roger Cooper, you don't want to Mm-mm. admit that. Mm-mm. So, he, um, like I said, he's a store manager at Costco. The police interview him. He's like... Me and Sabina broke up weeks ago, and I told her that I just want to be in a relationship with my main chick. I'm done with this. I want to be an honest guy. He says that Samina took the breakup hard, and she kept texting him and, you know, saying, like, I love you. So these are actually texts. I love you. You're sexy. Hope your back starts feeling better. And he's saying that they're not talking. Okay. He's like, we're not talking. And he goes, see, look at all these texts she's sending me, and I'm not responding oh, back. because delete doesn't exist. <laughs> right. And I'm not responding back. Just t- <sighs> take a look at all of this. And he then starts during his interview. He gets super, super emotional, almost like too emotional. Crazy. Fucking like um, doing the fake crying where right. you're acting. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, the last time I saw her was at work. And oh, yes, and starts overacting. <laughs> I hate him already. Not acting like someone. Okay, so he's saying that he broke up with her and she's becoming kind of stalkerish and she's texting him all the time. So you would be kind of relieved if she just went missing, right? You wouldn't be like crying know, and stuff. Who knows? You know, well, the cops were like, this is super suspicious because we think that he actually would be like, Relieved. That's okay. like what they said. Okay. Like because by the way he was described. Because it. how he described it. How so much of an annoyance it was. She was so annoying okay. and stuff, and uh, making it sound like it was a sexual thing and not any feeling. So why are you crying? Right. You know. And so, um, they asked him, "Well, where do you think she is then?" Um, and he goes, "I think she went on holiday because she left me uh, a message actually." And her last message she left me says, I am fuming full stop. I'm going to where I am truly cared for. And that's the last message she sent him. And then we're going to cue in the tears because he starts bawling because he's like, this is the last message she sent me. And Mm. I don't know where she's at. Mm. Yeah, right. So they have that. They talk to one of her closest friends, and her friend is like, well, all I know is she's been seeing this guy named Roger. I don't know his last name. I don't know much about him. I know that it was an affair. I know that she was excited for Christmas because on Christmas Eve, she had booked a really expensive hotel, and they both were going to stay there over the Christmas holiday. So Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, they were going to stay there. And I know that they they were doing that. She booked it three weeks before, and she was super, super excited about it because Roger had told her that he's leaving his girlfriend and is actually going to be with her. So she was thinking that Christmas was going to be a time to start over, 
and kind of like a fresh start right. for them. Right. You know, so she was excited about it. And so the police are like, hmm, okay, so that doesn't match what Roger is telling us mm-hmm. at all. And so there's footage then during her break at work, she goes to a local store called Marks and Spencer and she buys Bellini and she buys other like food, like little goodies and stuff. And she had told her friend that she was going to bring bubbly to celebrate. So the Mm -hmm. Bellini is the bubbly. And so why would she be buying this on Christmas Eve if they broke up? Right. You know, and what would they be celebrating? Yeah. Like, why would she still be doing all of this, you know? And so they found this. So a lot of this ended up being, like, circumstantial. They found a lot of footage that it, because when, you know, especially, like, when it's a secret relationship, like, not people know much about it. Mm-hmm. And so they had to, thank goodness that they have cameras all over the freaking right. place there because they have CCTV. Now they know what to go and look for. Yeah. So they're looking at that, and they're also looking at phone data. Mm-hmm. And so... So this happens, and then on January 4th of the following year, then they find her black BMW, and it's found in Luton, which is 65 miles away from Coventry. In Luton, there's actually an airport, a little small airport there. And, but the car was just left there. Uh, her shopping bags were not in there. None of her personal items, so like her purse wasn't in there luggage for staying overnight at a hotel or anything all of it was gone and then also the police just thought it was funny that the car the front the driver's seat was pushed back further like for someone who's taller taller driving it and she's only five two okay so that's a noticeable thing that you would very noticeable and so the police after they found the car they knew then that she's not a missing person. She's. They knew that it was a murder investigation mm-hmm. then just because they're just putting things too, together. Too many things don't match up. Yeah, things don't match up. So they're just doing it that way. And so Roger Cooper is their number one suspect. And so Roger, though, has an excuse for Christmas Eve because he goes, after work, I went to Leicester and visited my brother. And I did that about 5 p.m. And so... They know then, well, okay, we need to interview this brother and see what's up. So his brother's name is David. He's 39. He's um, formerly in the Army. He owns a cafe, and he also sometimes works as a doorman. And the police had him come in for questioning, and he was really rude about uh, Samina. They show him a picture of her, and he's like, yeah, I know who she is. She's a missing chick, you know. Yeah, and um, they go, do you? do you like know her he goes I don't know her I know of her and he's like I don't even know her name and he goes uh I know she worked with my brother and this is a quote fucked him and they said she was in a relationship with him he goes um I wouldn't call it a relationship Hmm. and so they thought it was weird that he's being so crude about a missing girl right and he's coming in for questioning and he's acting like that and so um, they were able then to confirm that her phone had been in Leicester, and that's where he lives. And so they're checking he, all the brother, the brother. He, okay. And so they're checking all the phone data, but then he's saying, "I don't know her. I've never met her, met her or anything." And you know, I don't even know her name. Sure. And so. 
Um, they follow her movements, and so they see them with her movements. At 4 o'clock, she, le she leaves work. 4.30, she calls her family, and she actually calls her family in the car while she's with Roger. And she talks to her sister, and she talks um, and asks her sister about her mom because her mom had just recently had surgery. And then nothing is heard from her for two hours until that text that Roger receives where she's saying, I'm fuming and I'm going where people, you know, care about me. But she was with him. Confirmed, it's confirmed via the phone. It's confirmed via phone and it's also confirmed because... So she wouldn't have needed to send a message to him. No. She was in the fucking car with him. Yes. And so they, they follow her and they actually follow it through her app usage, which is... Okay, yeah. Which is different. And so they follow it through her app usage, and they show that it went to Lester. They show then that Roger's phone also went to Lester and was following the same path as her. So sure. that's how they know then that they were together. And so they said that that helped them to decide what was true and what was not because Roger was telling so many lies. Right, and the data shows yeah. not. And so then they track his license plate. Um, to Roger's car and they track it also to um, Lester because they have like something special on their licenses where they can um, like if, when they go past these cameras or whatever they will pull up, up the data oh, and all this shit. stuff so I know you can, like oh I never thought about that yeah. so they can just pull up the license yes and track where it's and been. track yes and so they can do all that okay. and so uh, they're able to track it and they tracked it that I went to Lester and, um, you know, shows Samina also with the phone data and everything. And uh, both phones then were also shown to go back to Coventry later that night. So what they think happened is then Roger and Samina leave work together. She calls her family on her way to Lester. He makes up some excuse like why they have to go visit his brother instead of going to the hotel, hotel right away. Right. And they don't know what was said or whatever. But they know that she went there to the brother's house. They believe then she did not travel back with Roger, but they have they show that her phone was with him, but then it gets turned off. Mm -hmm. So they think that he sends a text to his phone. Not while he's off. driving, but his phone is turned off. And so when he gets back to his home with his girlfriend, he, can then he turns on his phone, he gets the text. It looks like he was home and he got the text, you know, mm -hmm. then, you know. And so that's what they believe happened. And so Roger, though, has reasons to murder her. So first reason we already know he's in a 10-year relationship with a girl right and then he also has his other girl <laughs> and he also can lose his job though because of their, their the costco has a, a policy about um working together and then having relationships and stuff with co-workers so he could lose his manager job so also around this time samina was threatening him Pretty much giving him an ultimatum, like choose me, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell your wife about our relationship. I'm gonna tell the company about our relationship. But she should have just here. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I understand being mad, but yes. don't threaten. To, just let it go. I know. What's it gonna do to threaten him? He's. Oh my god. I know. So so. No, I'm not victim blaming. I'm no, just it's saying, not victim blaming. I'm just no. saying safety like, wise. No, like I think these stories uh, help us then where we can see signs and things where 
things uh, aren't right. Things aren't right. So you don't want to be with a cheater anyway. So he's a cheater. Correct. He's a cheater. He's going to, I mean, he, he's, he's going to cheat on he's you. Not, yeah. Even if he does leave this girl, he's going to cheat on you. He's, he has already showed you that he's a liar. Because he's a liar, period. Right. And so then and if you have to make... Good at, he's clearly good at it to be continuing that. To carry it on for that long, mm-hmm. yeah. And who knows how many other people during this time also, you know? Sure. Gosh. And he's, like, nasty. And so, <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, I think, like, the we can look at signs and stuff and, like, no, don't, don't do that and stuff. Like, we're... But she was in love, and all she wanted was love, and he was feeding her all these lines and making right. her think, like, I what they had there. was special. Right. Oh, yeah. You know? And that he didn't care about this other girl that he's with. And so the story that she's getting is not the truth. Sure. But, of course, when you're in it, you don't see it like how we do from the outside. Correct. You know? I've been in them, so I understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, also then through phone data, they were able to determine then that David, Roger's brother, had moved Samina's BMW to Luton. That's where the airport is. And so they were able to see that he was the one who drove the car. So now they know he's involved also. So the police then are like, okay, we got to do a search of David's home because maybe that's where the crime happened. Maybe that's where the murder happened or whatever. So the police have a hard time searching David's home because David, um, he lives in a really small home and he's a hoarder. And like the type of hoarder that's on the TV show, Hoarders. Like trash. Like they had such a hard time. They ended up having to do like two searches and it took them like forever to get through all his shit because he just had shit everywhere. Was it like gross stuff? Or yes, was it just like boxes? gross. Okay. No, no, not like boxes. No, like gross shit. Like I don't know how to get rid of anything, period. Okay. And like trash. Trash and rats and things like rats. that. Rats? Yeah. You know, that yeah, kind of shit. That's a problem. Like, like actual shit and all that kind of stuff. Like shit on, yes. on the ground. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Damn. They were looking for any... God damn it. He's got three girls. <laughs> no, this is his brother. So his brother's oh, home. okay. I was this like... His right. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is... No, this is his brother uh, who helped him. Okay. And okay. so they go to his brother's home, and so then they're searching them for Samina's DNA in there, which I don't know how you're going to find mm-hmm. DNA in All a hoarder's that. place. Right. Right. It could be, every, could be yeah. everywhere. Or, right? could and be they're nowhere. also looking for any of her belongings and shit. Which, how do you just, how do you decide? I know. And so then on January 9th, they just went ahead and charged both of the brothers uh, for murder. And they just did it solely on circumstantial evidence. Sure. They were just like, you know, um, we're not sure if we're going to ever find a body, but we do have enough information through all this data and shit that we've collected that we think that we can get them. So once they do this, David, Roger's brother, gets all freaked out, and so he decides he's going to confess to the murder. Okay. And so he says then that he killed Samina, but he didn't mean to. Mm. So his story was then that a woman, because he doesn't know her name. Right, he still can't... Uh, yeah, right, I know, he's still whatever. being an asshole and not saying her name. So a woman comes to his place, and she's asking for Roger. And he says, Roger's not here. And then she's being all loud and stuff. And it's like, I know he's here. And he's like, these walls are paper thin. My neighbors can hear. My neighbors are going to get upset. And he goes, I just wanted to shut her up. 
and I knew my brother didn't like her. I knew he was like fucking someone that he didn't like. Yeah, he's just like an asshole. So he's like, so I have this ammo box in my kitchen that happened to have chloroform in it. Because, oh, because you carry chloroform on your kitchen well, counter all the time. Right, because he's a hoarder and he just has random shit lying around, you know. And so <laughs> he takes a tea towel, he pours chloroform on it, and then he puts it on her mouth. Oh, Lord. But he just did it to shut her up, you right. know. But oops, it ended up killing her. I didn't mean for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And so he was trying to get a reduced sentence of manslaughter instead of the harsher sentence of murder. And he was taking sole responsibility of it. He was, like, not saying his brother had anything to do with it at all. Totally covering for his brother. Yeah, this is big-time love, especially when you're going to kill somebody for your brother. Like, you have – you don't even know this person. Right. At all. Like, you don't – She's only there because he brought her there. Yes. You don't know her at all, and you're just like, okay, let's kill her. I trust you. Yeah, let's kill her. Trust you, man. This bitch, this bitch, you know, she's, you know, going to kill my my girl. He doesn't sound like that, though. He's from Wales. Oh, right. This (laughs) – this Sorry, bird, sir. This bird's gonna. You <laughs> would sound really cool saying it. Damn. He, he, I can't do a guy accent. I do girl accent, but I can't do a guy one. So, okay, whatever. We'll, we'll pretend. I'll work on that. And so, the police, of course, didn't buy his story, and they knew that his brother Roger had to be involved because he had all these motives to kill Samina and David had none, just like what you said. So the the police received a tip that David had an allotment of land. And so over there, people just get like pieces of land where they grow vegetables and shit on, or you can just keep random shit. And of course, because he's a hoarder, he just has random shit on there. He's not growing any vegetables or anything. And it's just this piece of land. It's just so weird. Yeah, and so they didn't know about it. And so this person... Um, had it, um, knew David had it, and then also had his keys because before he got arrested, he was like, hold these keys for me. And it was keys to the allotment. So they go there, and they're thinking this is probably where she's at, and it was where she was at. So He was real clever. Yeah, so on January 16th, Samina's body was found in a grave. It's a long time. On the allotment. Um, her cause of death was chloroform toxicity. And she wow. had, uh huh, mm hmm, and she had cling film on her legs. I don't know why they wrapped, wrapped her up. Wrapped her to your out yeah, there. but they had David's fingerprints were like all over it. And um, so then after that, the police did the second search I spoke about of David's property, and so this time they were able to find Samina's bottle of Bellini. Remember her bubbly mm. that she was bringing for her to celebrate. That was in his fridge. Oh, God. And then in his cupboards, he had the snacks and goodies that she bought. Shut your fucking I mouth. I know. I mean, right. Um, he couldn't throw it away. No, no, because he's a hoarder. Right. You know? And um, they there's something else that belonged to her car or something there, too. Shut I mean... <laughs> and then, you know, he probably was like, oh, I got away with it because they did the first search. And they didn't get it. And they didn't in. find it, you know? So... Police were also able to find out that the brothers had previously tried to kidnap Samina a few weeks prior. So they found text messages that were using code, Star Wars code. Oh, man. Like these, yeah, like they fucking thought this was a game or something. I don't know. So they found this uh, like burner phone in uh, the hoarder's uh, 
attic. Yeah. And in the attic. Yes. And so they. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of stuff. And so. They if it's overtaking it, your home, your basement, I know. your attic, your entryway. And this is only a few weeks before. And he and already has attic. it up in the attic. Oh, God. <laughs> so one of the messages said, Death Star completed. And that meant like that the phone was activated. And then they're like, and then there's one that was like, stay on target, stay on target. You're expected, Vader. Oh, man. And I think um, it's Vader. Vader, whatever. <laughs> See, I don't know Star Wars. I don't either. <laughs> it is Vader. Okay. <laughs> I thought when I said that, that didn't sound right. Okay, whatever. I had to correct. No, I'm, I'm glad like, that somebody's you did. Know. I'm glad you did because I said that and I was like, no, it's not right. We have no idea. Okay, I'm not into that, and I'm sorry if you are. And so, <laughs> um, but uh, Samina had stayed longer at this function. It was like a, it was a company Christmas party or something, and yeah. she stayed longer than expected. So they had to abort their mission. And uh, they actually were using wording like scoring points, and then they said there's no possibility of scoring because – of the yes and so they're and so they really saw this as a game and they didn't see this as real and so it shows how detached they were from the whole thing so anyway so then on october 21st of 2015 both brothers were found guilty of murder and they both were sentenced to 30 years a minimum of 30 years uh samina's family is devastated over the death her family said she was kind and beautiful imran imam imam uh, this is uh, Samina's younger brother, said, the circumstances in which Samina was murdered plagues me greatly. I constantly think of her last moments and her final thoughts and fears. Samina was a mentor, a guide, a counsel during difficult times. I will no longer be able to seek her advice. I am forever reminded of her loss with constant triggers to memories from her life. Worse still with triggers such as road signs for locations, which I understand are linked to her death. Oh, my. I know. And so that is the story then of Samina Imam. And she went missing on Christmas Eve 2014. Poor baby. I know. It's really, it's sad. It's just like where you get wrapped up in a stupid, bad relationship. You, you, you love, want to love. Love. She's, Nobody could be that evil. It, it's like how they described her. They said, like, she was funny and bubbly and, like, she just loved love. Yeah. You know? And so she just was, she just looked for it in the wrong place. Because he was good at what he did. He's a good liar. He thought he could fill the police, you know? He's a good liar. Oh, my God. I'm glad he did not. No. Well, it's stupid. My story, I think, is more common. You at least knew it. I, I know of it, yes. I don't know all the details of it. Okay, my story is the Covina Massacre. Mm Mm-hmm. It happened December 24th. It happened on Christmas Eve. Okay, so, that's so always, it's always Eve December. It's always December 24th. I was and like, I, I thought this was Christmas. It is Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve. December 24th, 2008. Okay. In Covina, California, which is a suburb of Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. Um, this story starts off um, in 2005. Okay. When Bruce Pardo met Sylvia Ortega Pardo. Um, That's when they met. It was in 2005. Right. Okay, sorry. They looked like the ideal couple, so everyone just thought they were the most ideal couple. 
They were super smitten with each other. There was pictures of them cuddling by the pool. As always, it starts off great in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, she had three of her own kids from a previous relationship, and he was single. Mm. And mm-hmm. um, he had a big home that was kind of empty and void of, like, furniture. And she had lots of furniture and lots of family, so she needed... It's a perfect fit. Right. I have furniture. You have an empty place. Exactly. So the relationship, as most abusive relationships go, the, the relationship progressed quickly. They And they oh. married in 20... Okay, girls. Red flag. Girls yeah. and guys. Red flag. Yeah. Super yeah. quick is a problem. It's a problem. Um, so they were, they were married by January 2006. So not even a year, not quite a year. Yeah. Um, and almost immediately after the wedding, Sylvia, she was telling friends that Bruce had become withdrawn mm-hmm. and indifferent. And um, she, like she didn't feel loved. Like yeah. at one point she said, I don't think he loves me anymore. And that's like when you're first married and you guys should be like happy in love. Crazy. It should be honeymoon. Like, yeah, total. Yeah. yeah you guys should still be loved. on your honeymoon. Yeah. Just on cloud nine. You know, I don't know. I've never been married, but that's my dream of what it would be like. <laughs> um, so he, he, other things, like he refused to combine their bank accounts. Mm. Um, he insisted that they keep their finances separate okay. and that she pay for everything about the kids on her own. Like, these oh, because those kids. are your kids. They're not mine. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. And he was no longer affectionate or attentive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the final straw, so she was already like sleeping in another room type of a thing. You know it's over when you're doing that. Yeah. So the final straw was when Sylvia found tax documents indicating that Bruce had a son from a pre- previous relationship. Whoa. He had never told her about it. Yo. She confronted him and he denied it. How do you have a kid and you don't tell me about it? I mean, I, I have mean, been in that relationship too. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so, I mean, really, but this gets this gets more interesting. So she called his mother because he was like, she finds this information. And he's like, no. And she's, she's like, I'm going to call your mom. So she calls his mother and she tells her that Bruce had a son mm-hmm. who was severely disabled after falling into the pool, almost drowning. Mm. Uh, Bruce was supposed to have been watching his then 13-month-old little boy. Shut up. When the accident oh, occurred. Oh, no. Yeah. So now this is like oh. the little boy at this time is about six or seven. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This new information devastated Sylvia. She was devastated. Yes. She had hoped to have his first child with him. She then decided, I want a divorce. I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. He barely reacted when she asked for a divorce. He like oh. didn't have any reaction. He calmly just moved her belongings to the curb, her and her children's, and told her to move out. Okay. All right. Her friend, uh, whose name is Roxana, I'm going to butcher this, but it's like Waraguay. Okay. Okay. Said she thought, um, said that Sylvia thought that she was his first wife and would have his first child and she really wanted his child. I mean, he's a liar. Right. She was just like, you're kidding me right now. Yeah. So Sylvia files for divorce and the divorce process took about nine months. Mm. And by all accounts, Bruce was seen as an upbeat, civil individual. Upbeat during a divorce? He was upbeat. He was civil. Yeah. He acted like there was nothing going on. Wow. Okay. And then in July 2018, so July 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. About a year. They goes get by. There's 2018? About, 
Yeah. Um, 2008. Okay. I, I was like, oh, I okay. I was no, no, like, no. I lied. The whole okay, thing is like a, a lie. decade went by. I'm just like Bruce. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm not at all. But 2008. So July 2008, just a year after their marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, she's already filing to vote for divorce. Yes. Then the summer comes. Things get worse. He was fired from his job as an electrical engineer at ITT Electronic Systems Radar Systems. Okay. For billing false hours. So he was, like, stealing. He's just a liar. Yep. Yeah. Shortly after, in the summer of 2008, so just that same time right. frame, mm-hmm. um, Bruce was purchasing ammunition and guns oh. and ordering supplies to build a device to torch his former in-law's home, which is what he ended up doing. Where is he ordering this shit from? I don't know. You Torch, know? Our, to- torch is our ass. Amazon. Stop! It's probably true. I think it. You can't knock it off. Okay. Okay. And early. Okay. So in early fall, so from the summer to fall, mm-hmm. the unemployed electrical engineer ordered a custom-made extra-large Santa Claus suit. Oh. A fucking custom-made. Custom-made extra-large. He's like, can you tailor it in a little bit? Yeah, I'm fat. Can you tailor? <laughs> Expand it. Um, actually, he wasn't. He was. He was described as being handsome and lean and like. I've seen pictures of him. Dreamy. He's not handsome. Oh. He wasn't a troll, but he is now. Um, no, I mean, he's not, like, ugly, but he's not, like, no, a, no, he wasn't attractive. Tra- I don't think so. Well, okay. Maybe because I just know what he did. But. Sure. He's a, he's a monster. Yeah. Okay, so by December 2008, his divorce became final, and he was ordered to pay $1,785 a month in spousal support. Oh, he was not having that. No. He had confided to a friend that his wife was, quote, unquote, taking him to the cleaners. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Bruce was... Oh, he's not working. Well, he was fired, yeah. But he has to have some money because if well, they order you to do that, on. you know... Hold on a second. He has money. Well, he... Compla- you know? Yeah. Well, he, he claimed that he didn't have any money, and he explained that and he she, had... I'm sure he saved up shit because he never no. paid for... He didn't, he, probably, he didn't pay for his kid, right? He actually didn't end up having to pay because they said he was in hardship. Whatever. So he was ordered to pay it, didn't have to follow through. He didn't through. look for a job on purpose. Oh, he's done. Okay. He was busy. Yeah. He already had plans. He was planning. Place. He was planning. Yes. So he didn't have to pay for the hard, because of his hardship. Um, and Bruce put the final touches into his plan by renting two getaway cars and booking a flight to Illinois. Why two? Well... I don't know. He has to get in one. It can't be seen in both. I don't know. Okay. So on December 24th, 2008, mm-hmm. at approximately 11.30 p.m., um, Bruce Jeffrey Pardo, dressed in a Santa Claus suit, knocked on the door of his former in-law's house that had about 25 people inside mm-hmm. celebrating Christmas. They were sitting by the fire. They were gift wrapping packages. Um, like the things you do on Christmas Eve with your family. Yeah. Yes. All happy, Christmas music playing, mm-hmm. fire burning. Yep. So he knocks on the door. He has a gift wrapped package containing a homemade flamethrower in it. Mm-hmm. And he had that in one hand. And in the other, he had a semi automatic handgun. And he also had three additional semi automatic handguns in his possession. What a fucker. Pardo knocked on his in-law's door where an eight-year-old little girl opened the door, squealing with excitement. Santa Claus, Santa Claus, she says. Mm -hmm. Seconds later, the girl was shot in the face by a man dressed as Santa Claus. Awful. Yep. Like, Mm -hmm. how can you do that to a kid? She survived. I know. Yeah. But, but my she was shot goodness. in the face. Can you imagine? Did you see what she – have I you seen any? I did not look I didn't, at pictures. I didn't look either. Okay. Um, let's see. 
Um, two of her uncles also fell to the ground wounded. Because he just starts shooting up yeah, the place. Yeah, he's just shooting. Mm-hmm. He's got these big weapons. Um, Ortega and The Ortegas and three of their daughters, including the gunman's ex-wife, dived under the table for cover. Um, but it was no use. The Ortegas, so the grandparents, so Sylvia's parents, mm-hmm. four of their children, so her, Sylvia, and then three of her siblings, mm-hmm. and two daughters-in-law and a teenager at the computer would die at the hands of Bruce Jeffrey Pardo. So how many people was that? Nine. Goodness. My goodness. Yep. Police speculated that Pardo may have stood over and pointedly executed some of the victims. I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, he sure did. Yeah. When Pardo arrived at the party, many of the adults were at the front of the house because people were beginning to leave. So mm. they were hanging out and they were going to leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's so many people there. Mm-hmm. There was 25 people there. I mean, that's a big party. There's people leaving, people hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they were, which made, this made them especially vulnerable in the attack. Yeah. Um, and it was reported that one of the Ortega sons recognized Bruce calling out, it's Bruce. Yeah. Uh. After the shootings... Pardo unwrapped the package containing the homemade flamethrower and used it to spray racing fuel gasoline to set the home ablaze. Wow. Nine people died from either gunfire or flames, Gosh. and three others were wounded. The eight-year-old little girl who was shot in the face with a, a severe was – I can't read. The, ni- the eight-year-old little girl <laughs> who was shot in the face um, had severe but not life-threatening injuries. A 16-year-old girl was shot and wounded in the back, and a 20-year-old woman suffered a broken ankle jumping out of a second-floor window. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine just fearing your life? I know. Okay. No, I can't. No. No. No, Christmas? I mean, you're with your family, and you're happy and stuff, and this is when you're least expecting something bad to happen. You hope. Oh, my God. There was one survivor who called the authorities during the attack after escaping to a neighbor's house. The resulting fire soared approximately 40 to 50 feet and took 80, 80 fucking firefighters wow. and an hour and a half to extinguish. Due to the intensity of the fire, identification of the victims had been done by referencing dental and medical records. They couldn't even tell. They couldn't even tell what they looked like. They because were so... they were it was so charred. Hmm. Um, after the attack, Pardo put on his streets. His streets. Put on his streets. He put on his street clothes. <laughs> we he call put, it streets. <laughs> this is the Kansas City lingo. This is our lingo. Get it together. <laughs> okay, no. Pardo put on his street clothes. So Bruce put on his street clothes and drove to um, his Dodge Caliber. Blah, blah. Drove his Dodge Caliber. caliber. Is that what it's called? Uh-huh, caliber. Uh-huh. Rental car to his brother's house in Silmar. Silmar which is approximately 30 minutes or 30 miles away from the crime scene. He was the, later found dead there from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. His brother was not present at the time um, when he shot himself. Fucker. Yeah. Like, just kill yourself. Yeah. Just kill yourself. Why injure all these other people? You asshole. Exactly. Yeah. Police say that uh, Bruce had, expl- had planned to also kill his wife's attorney, and his own mother. However, due to suffering, wow. yeah, he was just gonna kill everybody. Wow! But himself, he was gonna flee. With he was gonna flee to Illinois. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a place to flee to, right? You would think another country. He probably thinks it's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, we- <laughs> <laughs> little does he know. Little does he we know. have cities. There's cities in Illinois. There's a place people. called Chicago in Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so 
However, due to the suffering from severe third-degree burns on his arms stemming from the blaze, he decided to go against his initial plan. Oh, I can't take this pain. Yeah. He had, like, Santa suit in his skin. Like, it was in him. Good. He was forever going to look like Santa Claus. Okay. I hope that that was extra flammable. Nightmare. Yeah. I hope oh my it was God. I hope extra. It hurt. I hope, I hope it, it had like horrible like material used to make it just go up and flames. I hope it hurt. Asshole. Horrible. Um, so police found $17,000 in cash. So he did have oh, money. Oh, he had money. It was in cling, it was cling wrapped around his legs. Oh, more cling wrapped again. Here we go. I know. <laughs> around legs. Thing, right? It was inside of a girdle. Oh, a girdle. He was oh. wearing one to cover it up. And his rental car. Spanx. Yeah. yeah. His rental car. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want the name brand. Please. Can I, can can I have Spanx? I need please. some Spanx. A little lift. <laughs> um, okay. So, okay. His rental car that had been parked one block from his brother's house had been rigged by remnants of his Santa suit. I don't know what that means. But it would ignite flames and detonate the car with black powder if it was removed. So, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't understand that. Any sense. What it is though <sighs> is the car exploded. Okay. It just exploded. He had set is it, it because, up. Oh, he, he set rigged it up it. to do that. He rigged it for himself for whatever to get rid of evidence. Oh, I don't know. Gotcha. Okay, like not like while he was in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Right. No, he okay. was not in it. He was dead. Car okay. blows up. Okay. Gotcha. Um. Also recovered from the scene were four 13-round capacity handguns. 13-round? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, no. I, we're, we're not done, experts. We are not okay. enthusiasts. Okay. Um, there was at least 200 rounds of ammunition, which I'm assuming 200 bullets, whatever, mm-hmm. suggesting that what had been inside the car was being treated as a threat. A bomb squad had to go in there and get rid of it because it was, like, all... Right. God. They didn't know if it's going to go off again. rigged up and everything. Um, At Bruce's house, police had had recovered five empty boxes from semi-automatic handguns, two shotguns, and a container for high-octane fuel gasoline. Mm -hmm. So all of the, like, recipe was Mm -hmm. right there Mm -hmm. in his house. Mm -hmm. Two days later, the police uh, located a second car that he had rented. Okay. Fearing that it may be booby trapped, like the first car, the mm-hmm. bomb squad, squad was called in to investigate. It actually have booby trapped. <laughs> this is booby trapped. The vehicle was not booby trapped, and inside, police found a map of Mexico, water bottles, and a gas canister. So Two- I guess at some point he was thinking of going to yeah. Mexico. So After had, Illinois. Yeah, Illinois was like a ruse. Um, he had, there was also two computers and some wrapped Christmas gifts. The fuck well, are you going to celebrate the Christmas there? Gifts here, here, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So at least three victims' deaths were caused by gunshot wound alone, while four others died from a combination of both gunshot wound and fire. Two other deaths oh, stemmed God. from the fire alone. So the, the victims include Sylvia Ortega Pardo. She was 43, and that was his ex-wife. Mm. Alicia Ortega was 70, and that was Sylvia's mother. <sighs> Joseph Ortega was 80, God, her father. That's terrible. Charles Ortega was 49, and that's her brother. Mm. Sherry Ortega was 45, and that was Charles' wife. Okay. Wow. I'm sorry. James Ortega Mm -hmm. was Sylvia's brother. Mm -hmm. Teresa Ortega, 52, was James's wife. Alicia Ortega Ortiz, 46, was the sister. Wow. And Michael Ortiz was 17 and was Alicia's son. God. 
That's so, like, so awful. Generations. Yes, just totally. You immediately just it, just it, obliterate the family. It said something gone. like there were were like thirteen kids left without parents. Aww. Like there, the, wow. the whole thing. Like, there I know was that's what I'm thinking. Of, There's all these parents gone. Just right. like both mom and dad. Right, and so you had gone. like siblings then had to raise, adopt or, uh-huh. and raise their siblings. Um, you have like an aunt who's taken on some, you know, right. more of a role mm-hmm. and they're more all kids and they, all that. They said that they, um, the youngest, the eight year old is one that's kind of bringing people together and she's, I know she does interviews and she's stuff. keeping the family kind of mm-hmm. together where she sets it up and it's like, we're still going to celebrate. We're going to remember. That would be yes. so hard around Christmas and being oh, yeah. triggered around that time yeah. too. She said that they are, they do have tr- moments of trigger. It's mm-hmm. never going to leave them. But that they have to keep moving forward and they try to remember what was beforehand. I mean, you have such a close-knit family when you're all 25 people together on Christmas Eve. And then you don't do like, that with people you don't love. Right. You're a close family. But a family. lot of them are gone. And I know, like, a lot of times when grandparents leave, things change. Traditions yeah, change. Correct. And stuff like that. You changes the dynamics that. of the family. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And especially if... If Especially they're over a gone, tragedy. and then your parents are gone. So mm-hmm. your parents could have kind of passed some of that down mm-hmm. too, but they're gone now too. Mm-hmm. So this motherfucker, motherfucker. He, and who and what are the odds that his son, his thirteen month old at the time, drowns Just in a pool? Drown. And we already know he has issues with like paying for kids. You right. know, so we already know. So he probably saw this kid as like a burden. Well, when whenever the kid, you know, ended up being brain damaged, yeah, then yeah. he cut it. Man. Right. Yeah. The, the, Total the mother of the then. son. Yeah, the mother of the son just claimed an insurance claim to get a hundred thousand dollars to pay for his oh, medical expenses, and that was it. And she didn't press charges because she said that he was grieving enough. Well, he never came back around, and he never he didn't grieve. This is like a narcissist. If the, for somebody to not acknowledge that a child exists is disgusting. It's awful. Like you're, you're a piece of shit, and yeah. you're a narcissist. Yeah, you are. Like she was in a the awful relationship. You know, you don't right. know like something like this is going to happen. It's the right. same thing again. You know. I know. You never know who you're with. No. So yeah, that's fucking depressing. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, so that's our story. That's our stories. Um, we want to say thank you too for like reviewing us mm -hmm. and writing reviews and subscribing. It's fun kind of leaving us messages and things like that. It like really helps us. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. we enjoy it. We do. And when you rate it, when you rate us and subscribe, then it lets other people know that we exist and kind of gets us into the category of whatever you think before whatever and you know be sure to share us yeah. with your friends and let them know yeah so you can find out about us yeah so that's our Christmas wish that's <laughs> <laughs> my Christmas wish is that all you guys have a Merry Christmas yeah and a Happy New Year oh yeah maybe we'll, we'll be back I don't know if we'll be back for New Year yeah we probably won't we have a lot of going on <laughs> we'll be in a new studio by then we will so that will be exciting yeah so we'll tell you about that one. even though you guys have no clue like you guys just hear us so yeah you'll see our setting you'll know we'll be in a different studio we'll let you know so yeah i don't know yeah, anyway but, on top of that thank you for everything yeah thank you so much and uh hope you guys have just 
wonderful Christmas. Hope you guys had a nice Hanukkah if you're Jewish yeah. and whatever other religion or whatever you whatever know, you, celebrate, you celebrate. We hope you had a good one. You know, I hope it was awesome. Tell us about it. Yeah. You know, and also hope you have a tell us the good, tell us the bad. Yes. Okay. Also hope also hope you have a happy new year as well and a wonderful 2019 people yeah and it's gonna be big things for our show you know we're just gonna grow and we're we have some surprises for you guys we can't wait yeah we can't wait to you know really release that information and share it all with you guys you know (laughs) well until then until then um thanks for listening guys